Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 20th of April, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. Turkey launched the Operation Claw Lock in northern Iraq against PKK, the Kurdish People's Party, a terrorist organization. The defense minister announced that the terrorist organization was preparing a wide-scale attack on Turkey and that the country's counter-operation was in line with Article 51 of the UN Charter, which supports, quote, the inherent right of individual or collective self-defense. The minister also stated that Turkey respects the territorial integrity of Iraq, and its sole targets were the terrorist training camps and hideouts. The operation targeted the Metina, Zap, and Avashin Basyan regions of Iraq. Turkish armed forces have hit 50 targets so far. According to an article from the Milli Gazeta newspaper, the mandatory lumpy skin disease vaccine for livestock was contaminated with the bovine viral diarrhea virus. Animals that contract the disease get diarrhea and develop respiratory issues. The disease is very hard and expensive to treat. The Ministry of Agriculture and Forestry halted vaccinations all over the country, but 6 million doses have already been administered. The ministry is still investigating the allegation. So far, the ministry announced there have been 106 incidents where animals have developed, quote, unwanted symptoms after vaccination. However, there hasn't been a formal update on the matter. Experts say that up to 20% of the country's livestock might be in danger. On Wednesday the 13th, the prosecutor's office filed a lawsuit to close down the We Will Stop Femicide platform, the leading non-governmental women's rights organization in the country. According to the prosecutor's office, the organization was, quote, disintegrating the family structure by ignoring the concept of the family under the guise of defending women's rights. The platform has been fighting for women's rights for 12 years. It has played a major role in the fight against domestic violence and against Turkey's withdrawal from the Istanbul Convention. As you may remember, last year, Turkey withdrew from the Istanbul Convention, a treaty that aims to combat violence against women. Turkey's president claimed that the convention was ruining the family structure and encouraging an immoral way of living. The platform said in a written statement that, quote, while we are calling on the political authorities, prosecutors, and courts to do their duty on behalf of women, they prefer to target those who are addressing the issue with meaningless lawsuits. As of 2016, people that invest a certain sum of money in Turkey become eligible to apply for citizenship. In 2018, the government reduced the required investment amount from 1 million to 250,000 US dollars. Following this, the sale of houses to foreigners has been increasing rapidly. This increase in demand pushed up house prices in many cities like Istanbul and Antalya to astronomical numbers, and even renting has become a luxury for many citizens. The cost of rent almost tripled in some cities. Many people reported on social media that in some districts of Istanbul, real estate agents refuse to sell or rent houses to Turkish citizens and prefer to work with foreigners because they have higher budgets. One person even said that one of the agents told them, quote, if you're Turkish, may God help you find a house. Similarly, on real estate sites, most of the listings are in Arabic and even labeled, quote, not suitable for Turks. Following the reaction these posts have received on social media, the government announced that they are planning to increase the required investment amount to 400,000 U.S. dollars. Following a video of two Pakistani men secretly filming a Turkish woman and zooming in on her private parts, the migration crisis hit the headlines once again. Turkey has high numbers of illegal Afghani and Pakistani immigrants, as well as Syrian asylum seekers. Many people believe they affect the cultural life in Turkey badly. 
Many women report being verbally harassed and groped by migrants as young as around seven years old. Moreover, migrants and refugees have been making fun of Turkish people on social media. It started with the, quote, banana trend, where some Syrians started posting pictures of them eating bananas after their price increased to make fun of Turks' financial struggles. Now there is a new series of videos where migrants throw small coins at cashiers at markets, mocking Turkish people for their economic hardships. Many find it frustrating how these people treat the citizens of a country that opened its borders to keep them safe. They say that Turks are treated as second-class citizens in their own country. They find the government policy of migrants insufficient and demand a more strict deportation policy. The Ministry of Internal Affairs said that the Migration Administration, or Goç İdaresi, has deported around 20,000 illegal migrants from the country so far. However, the number of illegal migrants is much higher than that. On Tuesday the 19th, the Nationalist Movement Party, or MHP, which is a member of the ruling People's Alliance, had its weekly group meeting. The head of the party, Devlet Bacheli, said that, quote, irregular migration is an unnamed invasion. He stated that while illegal migrants should be deported immediately, the same policy is neither possible nor the right thing to do for Syrian asylum seekers. However, he emphasized that they are guests and that they will eventually leave. Turkey's main priority is to ensure the safe return of refugees to Syria as soon as the harsh conditions that cause them to leave their country ease. With that, he also stated that Syrians who are able to visit their country for religious holidays don't need to come back. This is the first time a ruling authority addressed the migration crisis. Many people say that the way political parties handle the migration crisis will affect the 2023 election results greatly. During a municipality meeting in Izmir, a spokesman of the Justice and Development Party, or AKP, the country's ruling party, accused the municipality of halting the construction of the subway in Nalidere. The Nalidere subway is one of the major projects of the mayor of Izmir, Tunç Soyer, who is a member of the main opposition party, the Republican People's Party, or CHP. The subway will connect the outer parts of Izmir to the city center. Following the accusation, the mayor FaceTimed one of the construction workers for the project and asked him to show him the construction site during the meeting. The worker showed the ongoing construction and said that there were a total of 600 people working in rotating shifts for the project. The mayor says the subway will open for the 100th anniversary of the Republic which is in 2023. Forest fires have become a seasonal threat for the hotter climates. Last year, Turkey had one of the biggest forest fires in its history. The fires lasted from July to August, and the windy weather, as well as the lack of resources to put out the fires, caused it to spread uncontrollably. 140,000 hectares of forest burned down. Sadly, the lack of firefighting equipment, especially helicopters, is still a problem today. As the fire season approaches, people say the government should start taking measures to prevent a natural disaster like last year's and make sure firefighters have the necessary equipment to fight large-scale fires. Last week, Kamara Stream in Takeda turned red after a local factory dumped its wastewater into the stream without filtering it. The Provincial Urbanization and Climate Change Directorate analyzed samples from the stream and found that the waste belonged to a plastic recycling factory named Astan Recycled Products Company. Following this, the directorate stopped all the activities in the factory indefinitely. The company was also fined 1,800,000 Turkish liras, around 120,000 US dollars, because they didn't have the necessary environmental permits to carry on the recycling activities in the factory. The company is now facing criminal charges for deliberately dumping unfiltered waste into the stream and endangering wildlife.
On Sunday the 17th, the Turkey-China Cultural Association, a cultural institution in Turkey, organized a celebration event for the UN Chinese Day. During the event, Chinese learners attended written Chinese workshops and Tai Chi demonstrations. The UN established, quote, the UN Chinese Day in 2010 to promote cultural diversity and to celebrate multilingualism. The day marks one of the 24 solar terms in China, and many Chinese institutions across the world organize celebrations for Chinese learners. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at turkey at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rorschach Turkey. Hoşçakalın! Hoşçakalın!